You're listening to Agency Highway. This is a podcast for agencies that want to grow their business and work less. Agency Highway is sponsored by Content Snare, a platform that helps digital agencies gather content from clients without digging through a storm of emails, huge attachments, and messy Google Docs. Sign up at contentsnare.com and use the chat widget to say you heard about Content Snare on Agency Highway, and you'll get a 30-day trial instead of the typical 14. Now, here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Agency Highway. This is episode 144 with Taylor McMaster. And today we're going to be talking about client onboarding and making awesome experiences for your clients so they keep coming back and refer more clients. Taylor, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me. I heard you on James Tremko's podcast, Super Fast Business, and uh, was super impressed by everything you were talking about. So that's why I reached out and asked you to come on. Um what you're doing is awesome. So can you please give a little bit of an introduction on, I guess, how you started in this game and what you're doing now? Yeah, great question. Um, So we do client account management for digital marketing agencies. So high level, that's what we specialize in. A number of years ago, I started in the corporate life, didn't love it and quickly realized that the entrepreneurship was for me, uh, but it was always super passionate about marketing, digital marketing. So once I left and started my own agency, I kind of fumbled around for a while to try and figure out what I really wanted to do. And it wasn't until I was at a mastermind event that I kind of had this aha moment that the things that I was actually really good at and what I liked doing every day was the things that most agency owners did not want to be doing, which was talking to clients, project management, onboarding clients, admin, emails, all those things, (laughs) right? That most of us agency owners are like, oh, I'm getting rid of. So I quickly realized that there was a need in the industry for people who really just wanted to be client facing and be client account managers. So I pivoted my agency and now we do exclusively client management. We work inside of digital marketing agencies, and we work with clients, do project management, oversee team members. Um, and yeah, it's lots of fun. Nice. Yeah. That's, it's quite a unique, uh, I guess, thing for an agency to do, right? Like I don't think I've ever heard of a outsourced um, account management role before. So it's, I mean, it must be going well. I imagine it's going well, <laughs> given like you said, <laughs> no one wants to do this stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's really cool. So I'm just out of total interest here. Like, how did you get your first few clients? Like, how, how did you make that your main business? Good question. So I started organically. So it was just word of mouth. Uh, I was at this mastermind event and I was chatting with some agency owners and I was like, well, do you want to, do you want a client account manager? I'll do it for you. Um, so I left and went home and just started working with a couple agencies to really just prove it to myself that I could as one person work in a couple of agencies at once and make it work and build some systems and processes And it just kind of grew organically from there. And I grew my team based on that. So it was, you know, based on interest, we would hire someone. Um, So it's been slow growth over the last few years, but now we have a team of 15 and steadily growing. And it's, it's really cool to see how one person with, you know, different strengths and different personality types can work in multiple agencies and do a really good job. So Mm. yeah, it, it, did grow organically. And now we're starting to get to meet some really cool agency owners all across the world. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So something you said there, like the start was the mastermind event, right? And I bang on about networking a lot. 
And so I just kind of wanted to, you know, focus in on that and say, hey, look, <laughs> someone started a business uh, from a mastermind. And the amount of awesome, like just everything. So whether it's like ways to grow your business, like ideas, even just mental resets that I get from hanging out with other business owners, but also the number of clients I've got from those kind of events when we had an agency, you know, mm-hmm. like, the, I don't know, they're just the best. Like I remember going to a conference. It was going to cost me like 10 grand to go to. And I was like, I really don't want to like, that's a lot of money to stomach for a conference. But then it was like, I think we got like a 15 grand client out of it like very quickly. So oh, yeah. you know, it just paid for itself. <laughs> Plus yep. all the, yeah. yeah. And especially for us working in the online world, if you can get in front of people and grab a cocktail and chat about business versus on zoom, it's so different. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for that day to come <laughs> around again. Yeah, it's uh, the Zoom versions are just nowhere near as good, at least for the networking component. Like information, yeah, sure. Like watching a summit or something is great. But I love that you said cocktail too, because that's where all my best connections have come from. It's the bar. It's all. Oh, oh, yeah. That's not absolutely. Anyway, not the topic of this chat. I just wanted to talk about, you know, I guess emphasize how awesome uh, networking is. And, you know, it, it's just crazy how much it's paid off for me going into a new industry in accounting, which people listening to this might be aware of. Uh, you know, we, I've been to a few local networking events in the accounting industry, and it turns out all these people I met years ago at conferences have just like helped introduce me to like all the right people so quickly. It's mm-hmm. just the no way that would have happened without having met all these people years ago. So yeah, go to networking if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, buy the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Client, let's let's talk about I guess client happiness and and creating super happy clients, right? Because that I feel like that's one of the biggest things, the biggest uh, gripes people have with agencies. Sorry, everyone seems to have a gripe with agencies. Like I, when we first started our agency, um, it was because I was talking to people and they were like, "Oh, my web designers." just vanished, or like he's they're not responding to emails, or they've done this thing in like half of the you know, like the quality wasn't there. So everyone, literally everyone complained to me about their agency. And I feel like that wouldn't happen if you just well, did things right and, and had good systems to keep your clients happy. So where do we start as an agency? Like, you know, I, I, in my mind, it's like the very first touch point, right? So how do we make that? Let, let's start from there. Like, what, how do you bring a client on in the most effective way to make them happy? Yeah. So to me, the client experience is my favorite part, obviously, because it's what we specialize in. But I think the most important thing as an agency owner is to always remember they're humans on the other side. So sometimes we get sucked into this virtual world where it's, oh, it's just an email or a Slack message. But these are real humans on the other side that you have to take care of. And you want them to feel like they're your only client, but you want them to feel super warm. They want You want to feel welcomed into the agency, but most importantly, that you have someone to take care of you. So we've all been through experiences where, you know, we might sign up for something, we're really excited, and then it's just kind of crickets. (laughs) And that is kind of the agency game, unfortunately, for a lot Mm -hmm. of agencies. So as a client account manager, or maybe you're the agency owner doing this role, you just need to remember that these are humans. And when they come into your agency, you need to literally drop everything and make that experience the best. And that, of course, comes down to systems, like you said, and processes and checklists and all this. 
But at the end of the day, if you are sending them an email with a Loom video that shows your personality, or you are ensuring that you're actually touching base with them every day during this onboarding phase, just giving them this warm and friendly feeling as soon as they come through the agency's door is going to be the most important thing. Yeah. And you said something there, like when people come on, it's often crickets. And that is one of the biggest complaints I hear, you know, and it's so easy as an agency to just get bogged down in the works. Like, yeah, the client signed the proposal. Let's start doing things, you know, like going through our processes internally. And it could be two weeks before the clients really heard anything of importance. And, you know, they've just paid this bunch of money and then they've heard nothing, you know, mm-hmm. assuming you take a deposit up front. So what kind of stuff then? You, you mentioned a daily contact point, which I know is a big thing that you guys do. Mm-hmm. I can hear people saying like, what do I tell them every day? Like <laughs> what's in the daily touch point, especially yeah. from the very first day. Like, you know, they've, I assume the, you know, where, where do you start here? Like after they sign their proposal, uh, then what are you sending them? Every day. So, mm-hmm. and it, I think a lot of people get hung up on this because they think they have to have a report or an email or a project timeline. It's not that it's, like you said, these people have just paid you a huge chunk of money and they're probably have bur- been burned in the past by another agency. So it's just a, Hey Betty, um, got your onboarding form. We're working on it. Hey Betty, uh, still working on everything. I'll be in touch tomorrow. These daily quick pulses, whether you have an update or you don't, uh, of course we have lists of communications that we use internally, but they can just be quick little snippets that you send to them because the more that you show up in their inbox, the more they're going to know you're there for them. And it's going to be harder for them to point blame that things aren't working or things didn't hit the timelines when you're showing that you're trying and you're showing that your timelines might've been pushed back, but you're letting them know ahead of time and that you care enough to actually take two seconds out of your day and send them a message. So we call it the daily pulse, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of it in a nutshell. I hope it is a business business day like pulse, as in not weekends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sitting on a Sunday morning with my coffee messaging all my clients, but um, you know, just ensuring that it's more of a feeling, right? Mm. If you ensure that if you in your gut feel like you have touched base with these clients enough to feel good about it, mm. then that's good. But if you're like, I don't know the last time I messaged Betty, well, it's probably not a good track record. Yeah. hundred percent. I know a lot of people have done like the weekly email, which, um, you know, is probably a bare minimum in my mind. Like where the, it's the classic, I think it's like three things. It's what we've done this week, what we're going to do next week and what we're waiting on from you. I, I like that format. It's quite basic. And a lot of people can, handle that pretty easily uh i think it depends on yeah oh sorry no i was gonna say but i like the like daily is like next level and i can imagine how amazing that would feel as a new client because like we're looking uh well we're about to start work with a SaaS marketing agency and we've i've spoken about this with my business partner about um like will we feel like they're on our side you know, like mm-hmm. we actually want that feeling. Like we want someone in our team, like fighting for our business kind of thing. And yeah, you know, hearing crickets after we sign up is not going to no. do that. But your yeah, daily email will be like, oh, wow, these guys like really care. Yeah. Like I'm their only client. And of course it depends on the client relationship. This onboarding phase is so important and like the first number of months, but you know, I have a client that I've had for three plus years and I still touch base with her multiple times a week, but she knows I'm here. She knows 
like I'm all hands on deck for her account, but it's, it's just different, right? It's not a daily thing, but it's still multiple times a week. And we've been client, she's been my client for years. So it's, it's more of a gut check. So if someone wanted to create a process for this, like they've got their own agency and they want to add an account manager, uh, like you or that, you know, they might even have someone already that is in this role. You know, I'm thinking when we ran our agency, one of our, one of my first hires, it went to developers and then like a quote unquote project manager who was essentially account manager as well. Like they did the client liaising, like they did the, the communication. So what, what would you say? Like, how do you start building a process for this? Is it literally just like find something to email every day or like, you know, <laughs> do you have a predefined bank of things that you send to clients to keep them happy? Yeah. So we have an onboarding checklist um, that we give a lot of agency owners and it's, it's more high level. And then once you start to get into the nitty gritty of the agency, of course you build this process out. So if you're a YouTube ads agency versus a Facebook ads agency, obviously there's going to be key differences there of what you're onboarding for. Or if you're doing a lot of creative upfront for the client versus not, there's going to be different things that you need. So the biggest thing for me is just ensuring that processes are top of mind. So if you do something once, you document it. Is this going to happen again? You document it. You make it into a checklist. And every agency can be quite different, but I think the fundamentals are the same. It's how do you transition from sales to account management? How do you project manage the team? How are you sending daily pulses? Are you sending a client happiness survey? Are you sending welcome gifts? Are you sending a handwritten card? All of these elements that go into a really great experience, but just ensuring that they're on a checklist. So they're assigned to somebody with a due date and you can transparently see if they have checked them off. So I'd say fundamentals are there inside of our checklist that you can share across with your agency owners. Um, But again, this is customized to every agency because it's going to be ever-changing. You're probably offering different services than you did a year ago. Um, So that's going to be changing, but just ensuring that it's in a process is the most important. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up gifts too. I'm a big fan of sending people gifts like with their own branding on it or something. I mean, uh, a, a big thing I've, in fact, you'll get a gift after this, uh, after this podcast, <laughs> like and it's all part of it. You know, it's just part of the process. Uh, and it, I think it goes a long way to um, making people happy, right? The amount of like awesome comments we get on, on whenever we send someone a gift, it's just, I don't know. I love it. And then they, people tend to remember us through that. So I, yeah, you're, Speaking my language when you talk about gifts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, because, you know, at first I was just thinking like, you know, you're talking about the daily pulse, but let's talk about some other things then that go into making this amazing. So you you mentioned gifting. Um, How about some ideas there? Like what kind of gifts do you send to agency clients? Yeah. So it kind of depends on the client, but mm. um, some things that we use are Lula's, Lula's Garden in the US. They have these cute little succulents that you can send or, you know, gift baskets or even something little like a Starbucks gift card or a coffee shop gift card. Um, and just saying, I wish I could take you for coffee, but hopefully this will do. Mm. Um, just little things like that, that are really a nice, simple touch that are always lovely. Mm-hmm. Um 
And then of course, just remembering to send them gifts out of the blue. So is it a six month relationship that you've just crossed? Like, wow, if you walk home and you see flowers from your client um, or a chocolate gift basket, you know, things like that, that cost you 20, 30 bucks um, are just so awesome. And then they'll share it on social media and create referrals. So um, yeah, I think we have a whole podcast on gifting on our side. Um, yeah, so nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So did you say you had a um, another checklist that was available for people to get? Yes. Yeah, yep. cool. So Where dot and company. Yeah. yeah. So you can head over to our website, dot and company.co forward slash checklist. Yeah. And nice. you can download our client onboarding checklist. Brilliant. Um, so I will li- be linking these up also at agencyhighway.com slash 144. Um, but yeah, we'll find, I'll find that gifting podcast as well and link that up as well. Cause um, I mean, yeah, giftings, uh, I would love, yeah, for people to listen to an agency specific gifting episode, because I mean, it, it kind of varies a lot based on the industry and, and like who you're working with. So like agency specific gifting is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Always remind yourself. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, yeah, they're going to be happy to to receive pretty much anything. I imagine. I, I guess the one thing a lot of people, uh, the one thing I I don't really like are branded things that are branded to the person you're getting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about receiving like a, I don't know, random other person's brand thing. Exactly. So that's like a big key with gifting, at least in in my experience, is putting their brand on it or something that's got no brand. Yeah, We did that one Christmas was we sent them cookies with their own logo on them. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, they love them. (laughs) So so what else can go in this process? Like other than just daily pulse and gifting, like what what are the little things that make the client experience that much better? Yeah, I think it always comes down to making the client feel loved and making them feel like you're all hands on deck. And there's so many little things that you can do. Like I already mentioned, loom videos, client onboarding checklists, reporting, having meetings with your clients once in a while, ensuring that you're doing the daily pulse. Those are kind of tactics that you can do. But again, it always comes down to how you make the client feel. And that is the most important thing. And what I find is that most agency owners are so busy You're doing accounting, HR, finance, sales, marketing, everything in between. And the last thing on their list is making sure their clients are wowed. Mm -hmm. So ensuring that someone on your team, or if you outsource this to someone, is just ensuring that you have someone dedicated to your clients. Because these are the bread and butter. These are the people who are paying you. Um, So just ensuring that that relationship is taken care of. And I think for the agency owner, it not only frees you up time, but it also just gives you this credibility piece in your agency by saying, I have someone dedicated to just keeping you and your projects on track um, inside of our agency. So I think it's twofold. It's the client's experience, but it's also you as the agency owner. What kind of experience do you want to have inside of your business daily? And how can you kind of fill that void if it's client management or project management to ensure your clients are taken care of? Love it. So I'm thinking about myself here and that I would just forget, right? Like I can go six months without doing something that I was supposed to do every week just because my brain doesn't remember stuff like that. So if someone's listening like that, do you have any recommendations on like processes on how to, you know, make sure you stay on top of these things? 
Yeah. Is it like a spreadsheet of clients? Like what, is, what does this look like? <laughs> so we use project management softwares and every agency uses a different one. Mm. Let's say Asana. It's my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is that you as the agency owner have to be bought into this. You have to use the project management software. It's only as good as it, its users. So you have to be committed and then you have to bring your team into it. And you have to be committed to A, creating a checklist for your client onboarding and client management, but also dedicating yourself that you're going to go in there and you're going to show your team that you use Asana and that you check everything off and you move things ahead of time. And you're not just going into Slack and messaging everyone about everything. You're actually using this project management software. And then that transparency can help you stay accountable. So if it's sending a gift to a client and your whole team can see that you haven't done it yet, well, Mm -hmm. that's not a very good look. But if you are staying on top of your tasks and you're you're getting everything done, I think that's the key here to, you know, project managing your own agency. Mm. So then that task of like send a gift to a client, like where would that have come from? So I'm just thinking of like my automation brain, you know, like, is this yeah. something that's just like randomly, you know, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like creating a zap that's like every six months, it's putting a a task in there or something, you know, you said, you mentioned the six month anniversary, maybe even an element of randomization or something, Mm -hmm. but you know, where, like, how do you make those tasks? So, you know, like, is this just like every client goes through this? It's like, they get the gift of six months, they get the email, you know, three months, et cetera. Yeah. So definitely SOP. So sit down and build out that SOP like system of what you want that experience to look like and then put it into a template in your Mm -hmm. project management software. So then every client, every new client you're using this template and that task is already going to be in there. Yeah. Um, So for example, when we onboard a new agency into Dot & Company, we have, you know, um, step one is the invoice and or the agreement and the invoice and then they get a gift and then they get a survey and then they get XYZ. Like it's very specific. Right. SOP'd out. Um, so I think that's going to be key. It's just having a template. And then as soon as you bring on a new client, just making sure that all those tasks are assigned. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense then. So then it's like this process that could even run quite a long time that events just mm-hmm. to make sure you're getting those touch points. Yeah. I like that because my, my system in the past has been like, if I met someone at a conference, it's basically just a spreadsheet of like, here are all the people that I want to keep in contact with. So this is a little bit different because it's not clients, but, uh, and then I've just got like a, like a last contacted column where I just update it. And I had conditional formatting that it's like, if it's, you know, more than 60 days ago or so, however long I actually specified how long I wanted to con how regularly I wanted to be in contact with someone. And then based on that, it would color them red, you know, if I hadn't there contacted them long enough. Whatever so works. Like, yeah. Whatever works. Right. Yeah. Um, but as long as you're adopting it, using it, updating it, that's yeah, that's what it's there for. 100%. So I can, uh, I can imagine, you know, if someone doesn't have an account manager yet and a clients are going to be really used to dealing with them personally, is it disruptive to bring on an account manager like someone else and go, hey, now this is the person you're going to talk to from now on? So good question. And most agency owners ask this because everyone has that one client that's just like hanging on and you basically know everything about their life and their children and everything. So um, it's case by case. It's obviously these new clients that are coming on board. That's easy. Here's your account manager. She's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. 
But for the clients that you have relationships with over the years, just make it a slower transition and show that this client account manager is being slowly introduced. You're still there. And then as you get going, the account manager is going to show that they know what they're doing. They're updating the client quicker than the agency owner and they're getting projects done quicker and they're, you know, sending them daily pulses and the gifts are coming from the account manager. And over time, that relationship is just kind of easier to transition and it doesn't even happen overnight. It's kind of an easy thing. Um, and I think by hiring the right people, it's just going to feel natural. You're probably not hiring someone who's not as nice as you or not as pro productive as you or not as pro professional as you. Obviously you're hiring someone who's just as awesome as you are. So you're going to make that transition fit depending on the relationships that you have with your clients. Yeah, that makes sense. I think in, in my case, because, because I kind of made this transition and, uh, you know, it wasn't very hard to find someone nicer than myself, I feel, <laughs> especially given what I'm about to say. And that, like, I almost trained clients that they were going to get a better response time from our account manager by taking longer than I should have on any emails they sent to me on purpose. <laughs> any previous clients, note. <laughs> this was is what was happening. Well, you know, if I was like super busy and they sent an email to me after we've spoken, it's like, you know, the best way to get your client, your stuff handled is, is mentioned like email our account manager or, you know, we, so I think we had like a generic address too, because um, like a shared inbox, right? So if it comes into there, then whoever is available can grab that task and do the thing or whatever, you know, respond to that email. And, it, you know, if I was away somewhere on a different time zone or whatever, of course, they're not going to reply uh, sorry, they're not they're not going to get a, as quick a reply from me. But there were times when I'd like I'd see an email and I could reply to it straight away, and I was like, "That wasn't supposed to be sent to me. Like, what do I do here? <laughs> what are you What are you doing that scenario?" Yeah, um, it's tricky, right? Like some agencies have a shared inbox, some don't. Some are very you know secretive. Some are here and there. Um, I would say just being super open with your team and being super open with your clients that you're not the one who's dealing with the projects mm -hmm. anymore and that the best resources are your team and they're managing the team and just kind of over time showing them that they're the people to go to versus mm -hmm. you. And after a number of months or even a year, like you're just going to be kind of sitting on the outside and you and I have probably both gotten to that point in our business where we're just hanging out on the outside. And if some, if a client called me right now, I'd be like, uh, never met you before, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like, and wow, know like my team has it all handled yeah. and it's, it's really such a cool experience. I think as a business owner. Yeah. And I'm like, to me, it makes, I don't know, like it, it makes more sense for the clients as well, because that they're talking to people that are dedicated to this, whereas you're off trying to, I don't know, sell things and <laughs> make a yeah. better business or whatever it is, right? <laughs> Hang uh, out with other people like you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know, like for us, in our experience, you know, it was definitely a better client experience for them to go directly to our account manager. It was just like, there was definitely a transition where people kept trying to email me or even for new clients where, because they were talking to me beforehand, it was kind right. of hard to hand them off. But I guess, I don't know, you've kind of spoken about it already, but there are any tips for that transition for new clients? So they're very aware that mm -hmm. they're not going to be talking to you throughout the whole process. Yes. And 
I've seen this actually in our own business because our marketing manager will be on the phone and they think that they get to speak to her or they get to Mm. have her as their client account manager. So what we've actually done is really talk up the person you're transitioning it to on the sales call. So not only is it preparing the client to have someone else to manage their project, but it also makes it feel like you're already on board. I've already sold you. Like this is the next step. And we have a team on the other side waiting to just take take care of you. And so it just kind of makes your your team look bigger. It makes you look super polished and professional. Um, but just it starts on that sales process of just setting the expectations that I'm not going to be the one to be managing your relationship, but we have someone who's better than me, who's in the day to day, who's going to make sure that you're taken care of. So yeah, obviously expectations is. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, I feel like that's something I bang on about a lot too, is, is for everything you're going to do with your clients is setting expectations upfront. Like there shouldn't be any surprises. No, no. And obviously that comes with time, but it's all in the sales process. And mm-hmm and how you make that transition. Yeah, brilliant. All right. So I guess, you know, obviously people can come to Dot & Company and just go, hey, I would like an account manager. Mm -hmm. Um, If someone wants to give this a go by themselves, any tips on how to or who to look for for this role? Yeah. Yeah. So we... We have a whole team dedicated just to hiring for this yeah, role. Because I imagine it's difficult. It is tricky. <laughs> the hiring process we have is so insane. Um, but yeah, it's it starts with kind of your intention of what you're looking for. Uh, we have a job description that we can send over for your audience to use. Um, and then we also have a directory that is launching very soon. That oh. Say, for example, you're looking to hire someone for your team who's vetted by us, who's looking for full-time, we may be able to do some matchmaking. Um, But yeah, I think it's personality fit, experience. Those are kind of the key things that we look for. And then narrowing it down to time zones, you know, what they're looking for, what they're passionate about like all these different things that you're looking for. And then of course, training them. So we have a very robust training system that we've developed that we use for our own client account managers. Um, And so a lot of agency owners will kind of tap into that training for their team so they can just embed it into their agency. Um, But it all comes down to training your team to be just premium like you are and teaching them things like the daily pulse and teaching them how to set expectations and how to teach someone to be a really strong communicator is hard. Um, but with time and dedication, it's, it's doable. And then, um, training them in your systems is, is kind of the, the beast after that, but yeah, it's, it's a very hard role to hire for. Oh, I can imagine. Cause I mean, communication and just like, you know, being super friendly and pumped to talk to clients, like that's a, I'd imagine quite rare. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I imagine that'd be quite a rigorous mm-hmm. interview process. I don't know about rigorous, but like, yeah, I feel like we're lucky in that a lot of the roles we can hire for, we don't even need to get on a video call half yeah. the time. Like it's, you know, if someone's a good writer, they're a good writer. If someone's a good developer, they're a good developer. They don't need to be good at sending loom videos, you know, whereas if these right. people are communicating with people, they're probably going to need to be really good at being on video and sending looms and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the people that you're looking for, for this role, not only have experience in marketing and digital marketing and, and SOPs and everything, but also are good communicators and are bubbly and they, you know, they're all the things. So 
it is, yeah, it's hard to hire for, but. Yeah, bubbly was literally the word I was thinking of, you know, is the kind of person you want to hire for this. And Mm -hmm. yeah, there's not, like I mentioned, that's quite hard. So if someone doesn't want to do all this, you know, and wants to work with you guys, what does that process look like? Yeah. So we work with a lot of different agency owners from YouTube ads, Facebook ads, creative agencies, copywriting agencies. Um, So if you're looking to hire someone from our team, definitely reach out dotandcompany.co. And we'll just jump on a call with you, learn about your agency and see if we're, we can help you out because sometimes it's it's not what you need or sometimes it is. Um, and then we start this matchmaking process. So uh, we have a team dedicated to matching agencies with the right fit of a client account manager. And that is, of course, personality fit, experience, location, et cetera, et cetera. And then we start some coffee chats and things like that to get started. And then they jump into an agency and they white label. Um, So they'll work inside of multiple agencies at one time, white labeling and um, working directly with you and your team. And you probably get a gift as well. You probably get a really cool gift (laughs) (laughs) and some surveys and and all that. Yeah. Yes. If anything, it'd be a a great uh, learning experience to see what a good client experience looks like. Yes, exactly. There you have it. Brilliant. All right, Taylor. um, Is there anything you feel like I haven't asked that you need to say? Like something just really, anything really important for agency owners listening to this? (laughs) Um, Hmm. I know that's totally out of my A lot of people ask how they can just get like all of our brains in one. Mm. Um, So we definitely have inside of our CAM school, which is our training program. um, You can literally purchase at any time, the CAM CAM school.com and get all of our training, our resources, SOPs, et cetera. So that would probably be what most agency owners ask if they don't want to hire us is how can we just get all of your tools? And that would probably be what I would recommend. As a terrible podcast host, I did not know you had that. So thank you very much for mentioning it. That was camschool.com, C-A-M, Cam customer School. account manager, I assume. Yes. Is it yeah. the Cam? Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> Thecamschool.com. Thecamschool.com. Anyway, that will be linked up at uh, agencyhighway.com slash 144. So jump over here to jump over there to check that out. So we'll have um, Taylor's, what are we going to have? They're going to have a checklist. Um and the gifting podcast episode. And I guess um, you mentioned the job description. Is that a public available, something yes, publicly available? Yes, I will send that over to you. Yeah, awesome. So that'll be there as well as a link to the CAM school and maybe eventually this directory. I like the idea. Of yeah. You're sort of covering all bases there. You've got the training. You've got the, um, I guess, like headhunting slash matchmaking to put in someone full time. And then you've got the white label option. There's a lot of stuff there if people want to. <laughs> learn about putting uh, or, or do <laughs> put it like get a uh, account manager in their agency. And like we've been discussing, I just think a lot of agencies don't put enough focus on the client experience as was evident to me when I was first networking with small business owners years and years ago, and everyone had something to complain about their agency about. So you don't want to give them something to complain about. <laughs> you want to give them a great exactly. experience. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Taylor, uh, where else can people go to find out? more about you yeah so our website is dot and company.co mm-hmm. we're all over the social medias 
Uh, and we also have a podcast called the Happy Clients Podcast. So Katie and myself, uh, my co-host, we talk all about happy clients, a lot of tips and tricks that we have. And we have some really fun interviews with agency owners, our clients, our team. Um, so definitely check that out. Brilliant. Again, uh, yeah. that'll also be linked up, the Happy Clients Podcast. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Yes. Thank you for having me on and uh, hopefully you can come over on our podcast soon too. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Guys, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope a few of you are inspired to go and hire an account manager and start creating some happier clients. Again, all the links will be over at agencyhighway.com slash 144. That's it. And I'll see you in the next episode. Discover how to grow your agency, earn more and work less at agencyhighway.com. Head over there to get resources from this episode and full transcripts. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by Content Snare. If you're a digital agency or just need to get content or info from your clients, Content Snare can help you collect it on time and without enormous email trails. Give it a try at contentsnare.com.